Hey there, thank you for listening to Say Less, presented by the Watchtower Media Network. For pop culture with a view, head to wtchtwr.com and follow on all the socials at watchtower underscore media. We have some new series up right now, including Netflix Must Watch, about the series and films that fly under the radar. Plus, we have the Hate Listening podcast with Mihir Kole starting this week with a debut episode about the Jonas Brothers. So make sure you stay tuned to the Watchtower for all the very latest. And now, Say Less, coming up next. Okay, say less week two. Let's have a look at the picks we did last week before we go into recommendations for next week. So I recommended to you, to all the boys, part three, always and forever. Tell me about what did you think? First of all, I think because I hadn't seen the first two movies, I think it's only fair that um that we kind of I, I have to talk a bit about all three of them because I watched all three of them over the over the last week. And like you said, first movie, quite good. Second movie, I, I fell asleep through half of it because it's just not catching on. And um, third movie, good again. So I think I would like to talk about all three of them. I think by characters, I think the first one, I think Lana Condor's character, Lar, uh, Lar Jean, didn't, I, I couldn't connect with her. I mean, it's because we're obviously we're not the same age, uh, but a lot of, there's been a lot of deep character flaws and things she says and things she does or doesn't do, even though she wants to. And it's hard for me to relate with that because that kind of apprehension is stuff you have when you're younger and you're not sure what you want. But at the age I am now, it, it, it can be frustrating to see someone know what they want, but not just not do it, you know? And also, so, you know, she was, she, was a bit of a, she was a bit of an asshole towards, towards Josh. And obviously oh, uh, no. Josh didn't get... I, I, I feel that way because I also... The, the other thing is, Josh didn't quite get the character time or the development that he should have for, for you to understand his point of view. But, you know, based on the things they didn't show, obviously he would have been frustrated. He just got dumped by his girlfriend and then his best friend also kind of dumped him. I, and the movie didn't show that he had any other friends either. So you can only assume that he lost the two most important people in his life. And then Lana Condor just kind of refuses to even talk to him. And then they kind of reconcile later. But, you know, initially I was like, oh, this man, this he's been done dirty. Um, but what did but you I think have about to mention, Okay, so, so I was going to say, I think the characters really sold it. Noah Centino's character, Peter, I loved him. Loved that character. And Kitty as well. All three movies, fantastic character. Everything Kitty says, everything she does, hilarious. And the thing is, she there's so many plot points that that occurred simply because Kitty intervened in Lara Condor's, uh, in Lara Jean's love life. And you know, it's, uh, that character is is one of the like main reasons that I enjoyed enjoyed the first, second, and third movie. I spoke to you this, uh, spoke to you about this, but I you know I felt like Peter's character almost had no flaws. I felt like he was almost always saying and doing the, the right things, except, you know, a few blunders here and there. But most of the times I felt like he was on it. He knew what he wanted. He knew how to get it. He knew what to say. We stand. Yes, we do. You. Okay. Look, I'm glad you had a favorable review for To All The Boys uh, Part 3. Your pick for me was Space Sweepers. I'll be honest, I yep. didn't enjoy it. I couldn't get into it. There were so many different layers of it that I wasn't having a good time with. 
the story, while it's really good, is there's so many layers that I said, I'm not having fun following the story, which is, I think, a really big point to the overarching narrative. I wasn't having a good time following the story. So I, I, did, I didn't enjoy Space Sweeper. So you're saying it was uh, like there was too many things happening or yeah, uh, it wasn't explained so. well? Not that it wasn't explained okay. well, but there were just there were too many yeah. things happening and I wasn't having a good time. What about the shame, uh, the characters? The characters were fine. It's just that the overarching story is a bit telegraphed from the very beginning. I Maybe spoke to one of my friends about it, and um, I agree with the telegraphed en- uh, story and the ending as well. You know, I, you know how the movie teases that the main characters. I mean, obviously, spoiler alert. So. Uh, the movie teases that the main characters had, have died, but then, you know, obviously the little girl saves them. I, I feel like if they had died, it would have given a good arc to most of the characters. And the main character, Taiho, he is unlikable in the first half of the movie. And he only becomes likable. And then, you know, when they kill him, I thought, okay, that's a good place to stop. But then they, they choose to save. I'm not complaining that they save the characters, but I feel like that was something they could have done to expert. What's, what's the word? Get rid of uh, people's expectations of what's going to happen. Subvert expectations, that's the word. So moving on to the pick for something to listen to, I recommended to you the new version of Love Story by Taylor Swift. I'm really interested to hear what you thought of it. Okay, well, I mean, there's not, I mean, there's not anything deep to say here or mention anything other than what you mentioned last week. If you listen to both of the songs, her previous version and the new one, um, you can instantly tell the difference. Uh, There's more confidence. There's more, what's the word, risk-taking as well. The voice also sounds far more mature. So I completely agree with what what you said about the song. And I think it's really good. I enjoyed the the new love story more than the the previous one. Okay, so you (laughs) recommended to me the band Ghost. Ghost are good. I really like the song that Square I Hammer, have. right? I really enjoy yeah. that song. Otherwise, I feel like they're a good band. It's just to me, there's too much drama going on for me to get into them fully. Otherwise, I felt like I was having a good time. The songs were mm. accessible enough. Easy I think enough that's the main thing. Into. Yeah, for you know, for people who don't listen to metal or can't handle the the aggressiveness of the vocals and the instruments, I think Ghost is a really good place to start because all the songs are, most, yeah, all of them are digestible. You know, there's subtle instruments, there's piano, there's some tubas, violins, stuff like that. Sting things you can listen to and not not have your ears bleed. (laughs) I'm with you. Okay, so as we get into the wildcard section of Say Less, Say Less, my wildcard to you was the Hanforth Parish Council meeting. So yeah, so I watched uh, multiple versions. There was, you know, there's the long version and then there's the the snippet one, which was only like four minutes. So I watched the longer version because I wanted to kind of get into the the story and the the way that the people were kind of getting to that 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 explosion point. But I found it hilarious because there was already tension the moment you start watching because apparently, <laughs> based on what they were saying, there had. There had been incidents in the past because there was that lady who was saying, uh, my job is to make sure things go smoothly, implying that in the past, things have <laughs> not gone smoothly. And, you know, you had the, 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 the other main guy, and I, I, he's hilarious, who was attacking this woman, asking her, uh, are you 
a clerk or an officer, you know, and, and then she said, I want to make a, a standing point. And he went off. He went off on that one sentence for four minutes straight. And I think he got kicked <laughs> out of the call after that. He did. And he um, did. some some other some other guys suggested, you know, oh, guys, if we can let people back in if we tell them to behave. And then the woman said, nah, that's not happening. That's not they're not going to behave. I found it hilarious because it's such a it's such a it's so stupid. It's so stupid. It's funny. Because <laughs> Hansford, it's, so it's a tiny, insignificant town. Yeah, no one cares what happens in Hansford. I, but not even the people who live there care what happens. But these people, <laughs> they, they took this this meeting so so seriously. It's it's so funny. It's so funny. I definitely recommend watching it. If you don't want to watch the fifteen minute one, there's a three minute one. Just watch it. It's funny. I'm with you, man. And the wild card that you recommended to me was Parks and Recreation. The easiest wildcard mm-hmm. we're ever going to have on the show. Simple. <laughs> it explains itself. Network connectivity issue from Chris Pratt. Leslie, I typed your symptoms into the thing up here and it says you could have network connectivity problems. Which is one of the great, yes, the yes. all-time great one-liners. Yes. One of the bloopers when he talks about Kim Kardashian. One of the, again, one of the all-time great one-liners. Just Google it. Parks and Rec. Kim Kardashian. If you haven't seen it already, I don't know what to say. That line that Andy says about network connectivity issues, that was improvised. It's not in the script. Exactly. He, that's just that's just that's just Chris Pratt. That's just Chris Pratt being being himself. That's uh, just and there's so many moments like that timing. in Parks and Rec. Yeah. There's so many moments like that where the characters are just being themselves. It's not scripted. You know, no one told them to do it. They're just funny people. It's just it's good to watch. It's heartwarming. It's fun. I'm with you, man. Okay, so let's get into this week's batch of recommendations for Say Less. I will start with, I don't know if you're familiar with the BBC slash HBO series, What We Do in the Shadows, but the film version is on iPlayer, and I watched it for myself this week. It's so funny. So much happened. The one with Johnny Depp. No, 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 not with Johnny Depp, with Taika Waititi, Jermaine Clement. (laughs) Our producer Izzy is having a big fun time enjoying my shout out. Honestly, it's on BBC iPlayer. It's so funny. 80 minutes you'll never regret of vampires. Taika Waititi is an icon. (laughs) He's an icon. That that role established him as an icon. It's, uh, It's beautiful. It's the best, honestly. Okay, okay. I'll... Taika Waititi, who becomes Adolf Hitler in Jojo Rabbit, is just the best. I, I mean, I, it looks really interesting. Uh, the reason I said Johnny Depp is because he had that a movie called Dark Shadows, which is you know also like vampires trying to, to live a normal life. But that one's more dark. And I'm guessing this one is more comedic. Very much so. Very much so. Yeah, okay. That, then I'll check it out because I, I loved... Um, I love this kind of stuff. Um, it's the I most easy rewatch. Say less. Say less, indeed. So the, mo- so the movie, right? Not the TV show. Yes. The TV show is great, but watch the movie. Okay. So for you to watch, it is a TV series. Um, obviously, I don't expect you to watch all of it, but to pique your interest, it's called Person of Interest. Have you heard of it? I have not. Okay. So Person of Interest is a, is a crime drama series. For those who haven't heard of it, I think the best comparison would be to things like Jason Bourne, that kind of that kind of stuff. So there's this reclusive like tech billionaire, right? And he works with the government 
and he's made a machine that can tell when crime will happen and to whom it's going to happen to and who the victims will be. It tells you everything. So the machine is used by the government, but there are other crimes like petty crimes, you know, like murders and thefts and things like that, which the machine and government ignores. They focus on the big crimes like national security. And the, the, obviously the person who made this, the guy who made the machine can't handle the fact or can't sleep at night because he, he knows that the machine knows what's going to happen, but there's no one out there preventing these crimes from happening. So he recruits this ex-CIA agent and uh, the machine literally every night, every day, it just spits out a social security number. That's all it gives you. And the billionaire then hands this number to the um, to the main character, the XCI operative, and he has to find out what's going to happen to this person. It could be the victim. It could be the perpetrator. You have no idea. It could be a witness. No idea who the person is that the machine tells you to go check out. So I think every episode is is kind of like focusing on a new new crime, new case, things like that. Obviously, there's like this overarching story that builds. But I think what's interesting is this this extra factor of having having this machine and this unknown billionaire, you don't get to, you don't, you know who he is, but the two main characters don't know each other until later on. Uh, I think there's like this whole relationship, there's this mystery, there's drama, there's action. Uh, it's just great. I think at least watch the first, you know, few episodes, see if you get a feel for it, see if you like it. It's fun. It's just good fun. Okay. I'm intrigued. Something for you to listen to me here. My pick is the anniversary is coming up the 30th anniversary of one of my favorite albums rem out of time which is indeed the album that includes losing my religion one of my favorite Mm -hmm. songs ever a phenomenal indie album i'm so excited for you to listen to the whole thing simple as that okay so much check out the Check out the 30-year album anniversary. And I've heard Losing My Religion, love the song, so I'll definitely check one out of my the, favorite songs the album ever. as well. That sounds good. Say, there's, say, there's not much more to say, is there? There's Just nothing you can say. It. For me, my song slash listen to pick for this week is The Man Who Sold the World by Midyear. Uh, I think a lot of you must have heard the version by Bowie. And I mean, obviously, opinionated, but I think it's shit. Listen to the original. <laughs> It's good. Did you just insult David Bowie? The Bow- yeah, the Bowie version yes, I did. is good. You are it's a good thing we're not here in person because you would catch some fucking hands. Like- no, I love, I love Bowie. I love Bowie, right? I love him and I love his songs. But obviously this isn't his. This isn't an original song by him. This is a cover. But he, um, he killed it though. He fucking he killed did. it. Thank you. He, he did, but I, I think the original is better. I think the original is better. I've and I think enough. you should listen to it. <laughs> Look, I'll give it a chance, but wow. This this is my cue to leave. <laughs> it's, it's uh, nice having can't you. Be a, can't be a critic without 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 people coming at you with pitchforks, huh? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. <laughs> but no, listen to The Man Who Sold the World. Please do. Please I do. will. By it's a different take Aaron, on the song Aaron, as well. Aaron, can we, can we have like a session where we just big up Bowie for, for 40 minutes. Oh yeah, and that's that the Vintage like episode recording. two. Just, just going to so do a run on Bowie. Easy. I'm so here for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's what he deserves. It's what he deserves after this slander. This is unacceptable. I can't believe it. I, I love you, Bowie. I, I love can't believe it. But it's such a want... great song. It's one of his iconic songs. That's like that's like the song that, I don't know, it, like, it, it encapsulates Bowie's alienness. I can't believe this. <laughs> I, I don't, I mean... <laughs> 
I mean, I, I, it's after her, after hearing the original and then hearing Bowie's. I don't, I don't think it compares. That's my opinion. You can go to war over it. You're out of control. <laughs> Uh, I will I'll, look. I'll listen to it because you asked. But wow. Okay. <laughs> Don't listen to it trying to compare it to Bowie's version because they're very different. They're so not you're asking me to listen to a version of the Man Who Saw the World, def- despite you knowing that I'm a big Nirvana fan. Yes. <laughs> and I love the Nirvana version. Okay, I haven't heard the Nirvana version. How have you? Uh, I'm There's too many versions because, of this song. This is Aaron. getting worse. There are too many versions of this song. All I'm saying is listen to the original. I will give <laughs> it a try. <laughs> are you okay? Do you need a hug? I don't know where to go with my <laughs> pick for the wild card for Say Less uh, Week 2. The thing, it's funny we mentioned Nirvana. So my actually my pick for the wild card is something to listen to. Uh, it's mm-hmm. the one of the more recent episodes of Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend, the podcast, it's the Dave Grohl episode, which is one of my favorite episodes that I've heard. It's so great. He, Dave Grohl is on form in terms of him being the rock god, him being so funny, him telling good mm-hmm. stories. Conan O'Brien, as ever, he's one of my idols. It's one of my favorite uh, episodes ever of this podcast. I can't okay. recommend it enough. Just to understand the podcast is, I'm guessing, Conor O'Brien sitting with or speaking with someone and just going over their life. Is that the theme of the podcast? Overall, yeah. Okay. My wild card for you is a Netflix anthology. It's called Love, Death and Robots. And uh, Cheeky Blug, I did write an article about it in Watchtower. So people listening, do check it out. So obviously anthologies, they're very unassuming, right? You don't have to go in there knowing anything or expecting anything. Mm. And there's 18 stories and I don't expect you to watch all of them, just the ones you find interesting. Um, (laughs) But as the name suggests, it's right on the dot. The anthology series contain love, they contain death and they contain robots. Um, There's a... (laughs) That's that's the best that's the best description I can give you. Each story is different, so there's no point in me trying to tell you that there's an overarching theme. Um, but each of the episodes in the anthology was created by uh, people from different countries. Uh, so I think each each episode is you know wildly different from the others. They're all beautiful, you know the way the setting. There's not you know there's not character development or things like that, but they'll they'll be like they'll be developed already. So you will you will understand what they're trying to do. Uh, the main reason I recommended it is because it's very really raw. It's just raw, raw energy, raw human emotion. You know, each episode focuses on one emotion. The only episode, which is a live action one, it has Mary Elizabeth Winstead, who I know you love. Oh, say uh, less! And is loved by many. I love her! <laughs> many. I love him. Um, I love Mary but yeah, Elizabeth no, that, I think so much. That particular episode is one of my favorites because it's just so adorable. I'll just tell you very, very briefly what it's about. Uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead and her partner, may he be damned, uh, <laughs> find in their freezer, in their house, they've just moved into a new house, and in their freezer is a tiny city that's inhabited by tiny human beings and it's got like it's just interest it's really cool it's interesting it's it's worth watching and a lot of the stories they're very different so there's no point trying to go over that but yeah check it out if you watch one or two episodes i'm telling you, you're gonna love them uh find the ones that you think are interesting have a look at them i'm with you amigo so the picks for me to mahir 
what what we do in the shadows the film which is on iplay right now out of time the album by rem and the conan o'brien needs a friend podcast guest starring dave Grohl. and uh, my recommendations to aaron for say less episode two to watch person of interest a tv show it's available on prime to listen the man who sold the world by mage here uh, also on spotify and the wild card is for aaron to check out the anthology series love death and robots on netflix We will be back in a week's time for a new set of recommendations and a new set of reviews on Say Less. I've been Ari Casanova. And I've been Mika Kohe. We will see you next week for another edition of Say Less.